Sims, you're now tuned in to another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion, and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolts podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast starts now. What a fucking day it was yesterday, Bolts. That it was, my good man. That it was. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Episode 328 of the Second Opinion Podcast is here. My name is Celeb, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, Bolts? Wiggy, wiggy, what's up happening? It's my, it's my get down hip and hopping Speak in gibber jab <laughs> all the time, bro. <laughs> that's why you named it, your listen. That's why your gamer tag was jab. Exactly, it's because my tongue is too big for my mouth, and I just <laughs> You're like when I was young, a queen bee stung me on my tongue, and it's been the same. Size. I'm part B. Like I have a little stinger and everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, welcome to a special episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Um, on our last episode, we talked about some of the games that were revealed on the first day of E3. Today, we are talking about the Microsoft press conference, and we're also going to talk about the Square Enix and Ubisoft press conference. <clears throat> Ubisoft. It was Ubisoft offense. <laughs> what? Ubisoft press conference. No, is that what you're typing to? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about the Ubisoft press I know conference it and Be- for good reason. It's, well, it's because there's a there's there's it was just that Microsoft was a little uh, yeah. I'm just saying, bro. Um, and then <laughs> Gearbox is a little whatever that was. We ain't gonna talk about Gearbox. Well, no, we do. I think we do. We gotta talk a little bit because I wanna. I I'm just excited about the cast of characters that they're putting into the movie that they're making. Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Kate Blanchett. Come on, bro. We'll talk about that. Oh, whatever, dude. Okay, look. Let's talk about Gearbox first. Then. Okay. <laughs> because that's bad, bro. All right. So, yeah. look. Gearbox, they showed off um, nothing. Pretty much nothing. What, what do they have? They have Godfall. They have Borderlands. And they have a movie now. I mean, that's really it. Well, I mean, the, you know, Tiny Tina's. What is it? Magical lands of farts or something? Pretty much, yes. I yeah. mean, it's uh, it's 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 based off her her DLC from the second game from the second game. Um, it is her standalone game. So mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. But it's going to be awesome because it's the young tiny Tina. Her personality is just going to be flamboyant all the way out there. It's just it's going to be great. It it really is. Um, and of course, and of course, you have Godfall. Um, which you said it was okay. I have yet to play it. I really. I didn't play Godfall. Oh, I thought you. I thought no, no, you said no, you I did. I heard it was okay. Okay. Um, I want to play it, but unfortunately, I don't have a PlayStation, which I will never own. But I do want to play. You're it. not even gonna try to. No, because you know me. I. I. Mm-mm, no. I, I have. I have a system that I can play for games all day long. I, I. I would buy a PlayStation to play MLB, but I'm not gonna buy it to play anything else. Okay. Well, look. Um. So. They had the first trailer of Tribes of Midgard, which is a very classic-looking game. is a nice way of putting it. Very much so. Um, and it's you know that's just not my cup of tea. They showed Homeworld three, 
Um, they showed uh, bits confirmed. and pieces of that. That was just, yeah. that was so bizarre. It's like every so often they would show a piece of it it's between. Like, here's, here's a developer working on some. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you know? then they should they. This is I, I just saw a title for this on Kotaku. So, um, uh, they showed off that Godfall is coming to PS4, um, and Fire well, and cool Darkness too. DLC was shown. But then on Kotaku, it said no one played Godfall on PS5, so they're bringing it to PS4. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, this fucked well, they, up. They got to reach a, a broader audience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like, well, you know, you think about it, honestly. How many people own a PS4? Like 10 million or so? Isn't that what the numbers or something like that? Yeah. So to me, that would only be the smart thing to do, would bring it to PS4, and maybe, you know, 500,000 people will play it. Yeah, so they also, I mean, they didn't really show anything in Tiny, Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderlands at all, but they showed off, you know, they were, did the behind-the-scenes of the movie and stuff, and in all honesty, I mean, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but, like, there was really no reason for, for this no, no, I, I 100% agree. Because it was supposed to, I think originally it was supposed to be set up as like a panel or something like that. Yeah, and, and see, they don't have, in my opinion, they don't have enough titles, IPs, or whatever you want to call them, to actually have their own showcase. Yeah. You know, they, unfortunately, without Sony there, I mean, all you really have is Microsoft and Nintendo. Yeah. Um, so if normally, I think, in, in, in my opinion, this could have fell, fell in line as a PlayStation sh uh, showcase or an Xbox sto showcase and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, definitely, definitely they should not have even remotely tried to put anything <clears throat> up. I but, agree. So, but Randy Pitchford is mm -hmm, yeah. special. Well, listen, I understand he's excited and Gearbox is excited about the movie and stuff. And I think it, the Gear the the, uh, the Borderlands movie is going to be great. But it's just, you know, it could have just been released as a trailer instead of pushed as a big event. 100%. Um, Rainbow Six Siege was announced at the Ubisoft <coughs> press conference, um, and uh, a siege. I'm sorry, Rainbow Six Extraction. I was in there going, huh? Rainbow Six Extraction <laughs> was shown off. Um, now the cool thing about Extraction is in like this uh, deep, um, deep dive uh, gameplay deep video dive. that they showed off. Um, you go against um, a alien. Um, I guess an alien species called the arcane i think yes and um with that alien species um they're basically just taking over a bunch of shit and it's uh you and your uh team of uh three friends that can join you and take on all these different you know crazy aliens and stuff and i mean it looks it looks interesting you know it looks like a, a different style of kind of alien-esque yeah game. um it, it looks to, to me um, I, I'm going to love this this Rainbow Six type game because it's not necessarily human versus human and stuff like that. Of course, yeah. you got um, it looks like a, like a symbiotic you know life form that just yeah. attaches to everything. Um, I love the fact that the the ground itself is like is like um, um, you ever play uh, Starcraft? Yeah, you know the surge that uh -huh. has it that needed that that purple goo on the ground yeah. in order for it to continue. Yeah, that's kind of like what that is. Yeah, you know, it, sprawl. Or yeah, whatever there you go. Yeah. Um, it uh, it can slow you down, um, but makes them faster. It's just, yeah. it's a cool, it's a whole new aspect. It's really really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of that. Yeah, and I think it could be really fun if you get um, if you get a good team to play with you and stuff like that. Um, I saw, you know. <laughs> I don't particularly understand the games industry now because when this game was first like announced and revealed, 
that it was coming out and it was just supposed to be DLC, like everybody was excited about it. Like everybody was like, hell yeah, this is going to be cool as shit. Well, then they kind of pushed it off and then they decided to make it like, you know, its own game. And, um, you know, it seems to me like they, instead of making it just DLC and making it its own game now, that it, they're they're able to branch out and give more time and effort into like a story and whatever else. But all I saw online during this reveal was just people saying, you know, next, skip, move on. Well, you know, it, it's, it's funny because I was watching the same thing um, and reading the same thing. And I'm in my back of my head, I'm just like, will y'all just chill and, and let this stuff go? You yeah. know, because this is, they're supposed to show off what the game is. They're supposed to show you what's next and so on and so forth. The next is coming. You just need to pay attention to what's on there now. Yeah. Because in all reality, man, this could be something huge. This yeah. could be a, a, a series of games to a deeper, to a deeper story of, you know, what the, what the, the, the alien symbiotic, you know, where they yeah. came from and so on and so forth, man, this could turn into something really, really big for rainbow six. I, I totally agree, man. A hundred percent. So I'm excited about it and I hope to play it with, uh, yes, um, with, yes. With you as well. Boys. Yeah. So Ubisoft's 10 year old Rocksmith franchise will be, uh, coming, uh, will be becoming an interactive music learning subscription service. <laughs> Uh, and it will be called Rocksmith Plus. So this is pretty cool, I think. Uh, Rocksmith, uh, I remember the first time I saw Rocksmith actually was at um, PAX East, I think 2013 um, or 2012 was the first time I really saw it. And it was really cool. I remember how they were like, you can actually plug your own you know, guitars and everything into it and use it. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's an easy way of actually learning you know um, how to play music. Yeah, no, um, I have a buddy that work, I work with that listens to the podcast. Shout out to Justin Harden. Um, Justin I, Harden. Um, I know he started out playing with it. I don't know if he still plays or not, but uh, um, he learned he, he he legitimately learned how to play the guitar wow. and stuff like that by using that. So, okay. <clears throat> um, so then they also announced Riders Republic, um, which is a six v six competitive uh, style extreme sports game. Has a career mode, mass races, and an exploration mode. You know, Ubisoft does this. You know, every two years they'll come out with another. Like, you know, I just don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't particularly understand the fascination that Ubisoft really has with these extreme sports games. I guess maybe because a lot of other people aren't doing them it's 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 something different i yeah. mean i mean i mean you're you're looking at the video right now and it's it's mountain mountain biking yeah. it, it it is it is mountain biking for the most part but, but yeah i, I mean, mean it looks fast, intense it looks pace. it looks intense as hell man yeah, yeah. um and, and some people enjoy the enjoy that and like you said a lot of companies and developers aren't doing that kind of thing but here you i mean that's 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 windsurfing basically yeah. it looks like yeah like wind you know. suits and shit so this i don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god so, so it is yeah so it is something new it's something different uh, that most people you know yeah and if you got a big ass tv and if it's something vr by chance later on in the in, in the in the in the game in the game then yeah. hell man you're flying through the air with the vr going yeah you know so. i mean and, I, and i'm like i'm not knocking it i just uh, you know when i see it it's always like you know just randomly out of nowhere it's like oh well you know we're doing this you know extreme sports game i'm like who like there hadn't been probably somebody at ubisoft 
that is just a huge fan of this style of sports and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, listen, they got all these other crazy shooters and stuff. Let's come out with a an, an ex- another extreme sports game that just features everything. Right. And, and what's really cool is that 6v6, six, that six six, you know, mm-hmm. where you got to outdo everybody and do tricks. It's kind of like, you know, your plunder on Call of Duty. You got to get the most money. You got to do the best tricks. Yeah. So that, that aspect, I think, will be really cool. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but also, uh, they... They announced Rainbow Six Siege six years promised quality of life improvements, including crossplay coming next year. They also announced um, the newest expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Siege of Paris, including the black box infiltration mission, new gear, and enemies. <clears throat> and from what I understand, they're going to put so much into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That you won't see another Assassin's Creed game, I I believe, in the next two th- two or three years. Yeah. Because this is the only second expansion that has come out. Since, um, you know, they had Wrath of the Druids mm-hmm. um, a couple months ago or, or just a month ago. Yeah. Uh, which you get to visit Ireland and stuff like that. Um, but from what I understand, this is going to be, they're going to try to expand this as much as they can. So you can get at least, you know, two, three, four years of playability out of this game. Yeah. And... Like I said, we probably won't see another Assassin's Creed for another two or three years. That's probably a good thing, though. 100%. I mean, when did this, this come out? In 2019? I mean, 2020? Yeah, last holiday. Last holiday. I last can holiday. see them announcing another one um, next year. Next year, and then it comes out a year later or two? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But, you know... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Bolts. I mean, they did say that. They said that they want to support this. This is the most heavily supported Assassin's Creed to date, from what they're saying, of... The way that they have the yes. content played out to and and to and it's and it's a good thing because Valhalla is truly truly exceptional. Um, I took a pause from it because of course Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, but I'm almost done with the third one, and I'm fixing to dive back into this. And this is this is this is a big huge world that they're just dumping resources into. So yeah, um, congrats to them. Just to keep, just keep going and. And, and let us play with it a little bit longer. So the Discovery Tour Viking <clears throat> Age is coming this fall, and even more expansions are coming out next year. So they're going to really, really support this yep. game. In a, in a kind of a weird turn of events, Ubisoft announced that they're going to start making movies. Um, Wolves Within is going to be coming out. I guess it's like a werewolf movie. It says in theaters June 25th and streaming July 2nd. Listen, I want to see the AT&T Lady act. Besides, oh yeah, because she's in there. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the biggest thing I want to see. I want to see how well she does because she's great in the commercials. Yeah, she truly is. I mean, she has like a mass following online. Cause she does. Like, Have and, you and, seen the AT and T lady? Yes, <laughs> multiple times. But yeah, I really want to see her in this movie and see if her personality goes from from the from the commercials over to the movie. So I'm I'm excited to see her. Um, also, they showed off uh, the season pass trailer and a uh, meet the villain trailer for Far Cry Six. They showed off. Is that a big thing? Is, it, is Far Cry Six a big thing? Mm, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Esposito, um, the amazing actor from Breaking Bad, many other uh, movies. Uh, and the Mandalorian Moff Gideon. Mandalorian Moff Gideon. Also, he was saying. in the Boys. He was the he was like, yep. you know main big guy in the Boys. Um, anyway, so he's in this game. He's a main villain, and he he. I'm so excited just to you know play the game because he's in it. Oh, 100 um, percent, bro. And uh, but also in the season pass, um, they showed off 
probably one of the coolest fucking things I think they could have announced for Season Pass DLC. So this Season Pass DLC is gonna become uh, is gonna be called Become the Villain. So in this DLC, it's actually like a, pretty much a mind fuck, and it starts off and it shows Voss, and Voss walks up to this TV screen and he was like. What the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. And the main good guy from Far Cry Three, like, comes out of the TV and grabs his hands and is like, "Surprise, motherfucker!" And uh, so I'm guessing you're actually going to be able to play as all three of the villains from the previous uh, games. You're going to be able to play as Voss. You're going to be able to play as Pagan Ming, and you're also going to be able to play as Joseph Seed. I want to play Joseph Seed so, so bad. I want to play as Voss. <laughs> you know, Joseph Seed is great, but Voss is just, man, he's OG. So I'm very, very excited to really see what this DLC is all about. And then in a shocking development, not really shocking, just a surprising and exciting development, they also announced that with the season pass comes... Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon yes. remastered. Yes. And I am so ready! <laughs> Blood Dragon was like one of the best DLC expansions that they've ever made for Far Cry. It was just, oh my God, dude. I loved it. And I can't wait to jump back into it. So, um, <clears throat> But this DLC does look trippy as fuck. Oh yeah, for real. You know, so it looks really, really crazy. Um, then uh, Ubisoft announced... Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope. So there's another Mario plus Rabbids game coming out. And uh, Bolts, what did you think about this? Um, yeah, it it's it it you know for people who love the Rabbit game, um, it's 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 a, it's a good addition. Uh, Mario to the Rabbids. The the Rabbids have always been a hilarious little little bunch of rabbits, basically. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it is what it is. It's it's. It's it's great. But I think this time around it's <laughs> different though, isn't it? Instead of it just being um instead of because the last one it was Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, I think, and it was like a wasn't it like a strategy style game? I, I think so, but I can't I'm remember sure my it head. Was. I'm almost certain. <clears throat> um or maybe it wasn't. I don't really know. Um Yeah, I, I think it was. There was like strategy based, you know, gameplay or whatever else. But either way, um, this does seem to have a lot of the same exact elements or whatever else in the game. Um, they've they look like they've changed up a little bit of the gameplay and made it more improved and seemed like a lot of people were excited about this. So um, me particularly, it's it's whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. Right. But um, and <sighs> Supposedly, this was. I mean, I, I guess I can understand why people are excited about this, but uh, I, I'm somewhat excited about it. But I'm also I'm more wanting to f- figure out what's going on with the movie series. Avatar: uh, Frontiers of Pandora is coming out in 2022. Um, it was finally re-revealed, um, and I mean, it looks pretty good. Um, it looks like it's going to be an open-world Avatar game. Um, I like I said, I think I'm more focused on wanting to get into the movie series. One hundred percent. The the movies need to come on. The game just needs to just needs to chill because, I mean, basically we have we have one part of the story of the Avatar of the Avatar series basically. Yeah. And then you're gonna have this open world about you know Frontiers or Pandora, and there's so much more to explore in the movie way in the movie ways. So, yeah. 
Who so, knows? I mean, I'm guessing this is going to be, you know, set around the, fir- the time of the first movie. That's the only thing um, I could think of. But, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> it's going to be first person, too. Yeah. So, that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. I was definitely thinking it was going to be... I was definitely thinking it was going to be third person. But, um, anyways, so... Uh, do you want to talk about Square Enix? I, I don't know, even know what was re- was announced for Square Enix, so I have no idea. Well, let's talk about Bethesda and stuff first, and then um, we'll move on. We'll move on from that. So, bolts. What? <sighs> Why are you bothering me? You better shut your whore mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Bethesda Xbox press conference. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about each one and you know say what was released, and then we'll we'll. We'll give our own little reviews on it. So, Starfield. Right off the bat, the Xbox and Bethesda press conference um, started off with a pretty good bang. Starfield was um, re-revealed, or the first actual trailer was shown off by Todd Howard himself. And um, I gotta say, this game is looking fucking good it is looking really really great it says you know it's 25 years in the making and and so on and so forth um we didn't really get a ton of details outside of a very pretty very exciting kind of trailer but we did get kind of what we wanted out of this we got a release date that is set for november 11th of 2022 just like me and bolt said it was not going to be coming out this year nope and then we also got the confirmation that this will be exclusive on Xbox. So it'll be 100% exclusive on Xbox and PC, and it is coming to fucking Game Pass day one. So Game Pass is a wonderful thing, I'm y'all. I'm telling you, man, it is. Get it. Stop Stop. Uh, stop being a doofus and go get you an <laughs> Xbox. So Bolts, Starfield, you know, um, the trailer and stuff, what'd you think? Uh, the trailer was great. Um it does. It does look. It, it does look like a Fallout esque. So, um, it, it more or less, I'm just. I'm. I want to know where we're going with this. Um, yeah. I, I wish they would. You know, we we consider and say we wish they would have shown more, but you know that may be all they have because they're still working on it. I mean, they still have a basically a year and a half before it's even released. Um, and that's and that's with or without delays. Yeah. So, um, I wish they we could have got. You know what? That you know, t- two years ago we got a title. <laughs> Today, I mean yesterday, we got we got a little a little on-screen footage. Um, hopefully, if if Xbox has a showcase between between now and whenever, maybe we'll get a small bit of gameplay, uh, maybe a little story here and there. But um, I'm excited. Uh, like like we said, it does come to Xbox Game Pass day one, uh, along with everything else that we're going to mention today, which is great. Um, but yeah, um, I was super excited from day one, just from the title. And I'm I'm still just super excited. So, yeah. 2022, come on! <clears throat> I'm excited as well. I'm very excited to see what this game is going to offer—the open world and open universe style gameplay. I mean, if we could, and if we're going to be able to traverse across space from planets to planets to different systems, awesome! Oh, I know, bro. And and, and we'll and, never get done. That's playing what I'm that saying game. with the Xbox Cloud, you know, and 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 what they can do with with systems and servers now, mm-hmm. bro. 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 I was very, very excited. So then uh, we saw Stalker 2. So I've never even heard of Stalker. Um, But I guess maybe the first one was, you know, a a pretty exciting game. Um, 
But this is a survival shooter franchise. A new trailer that premiered during the Xbox uh, showcase revealed four minutes of gameplay and the title's release date. The sequel will be available April 22nd of 2022. I gotta say, man, this is like a post-apocalyptic, crazy you, you horror-style game. You know what it reminds me of? What? Metro. Yeah, it does remind me. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. Very much so. I totally agree with you. It's, it's very Metro-esque. So, it... Uh, it looks very wild, and uh, the gameplay was just gorgeous, man. It was. It was, you know, uh, 4K. What is this? You know, let's see. I think the trailer, yeah, 4K, 60 frames per second. And, I mean, it looked beautiful. And, they, you know, there's like, you know, kind of like what Bolt said. It, it's, it has a very much of a metro feel. There's monsters and all this <laughs> crazy aspect. There's uh, beautiful lighting and beautiful weather effects and stuff in the game. So, I'm really excited to see what's going to come of this. Bolt, so you got no, anything to say about not, it? Not really, besides the fact that it, it, it did look very, very entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, it was very Metro-esque when they were showing it, and that's all I could think about was Metro. Yeah, I said, man, this is on the on the heels of Metro. And it, if you love Metro, it looks like you're going to love this as well. So I agree. All right, so um, one of the most exciting news bits for me was this one right here back for blood the upcoming zombie shooter and spiritual successor to left for dead um was showcased by warner brother at the xbox uh showcase and the gameplay looks fucking amazing the zombie styles and um you know just hordes and shit look great I cannot wait to play this game, and I hope to God you and me play this on, on Xbox Bolts. Bro, who are you telling? I mean, this is going to be... I, I used to, We used to play Left 4 Dead so much, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we used to have parties at yeah, the house yeah. with it, man. And uh, I cannot wait to play this game. I'm telling you, <clears throat> this game is going to be, I think, one of the best zombie games to come out in a very long time. But not only are we excited about it, I think it comes out, what, this October? I think that's what they said, I yes. Think. Um, the release date is possibly later this year, but it, uh, it is announced as well that not only will this game be coming out this year, not only will it be having an open beta sometime soon. Yes. It comes out October 12th, but it is also coming to fucking game pass day one. 100% bro. <clears throat> Huge man. Huge. So the open beta starts on, um, August 5th. Pre-order it to get access to it, or you can go to their website and have a chance to just win a uh, pre-order code. So, another thing, too, uh, something else that they announced. Avalanche announced its newest game, Contraband, uh, and it is the latest title from the Just Cause team. Uh, it's a co-op open-world game set in a fictional 1970s, and it kind of looks like it's going to almost be Xbox's answer to, like, an Uncharted series. So they're um, going to be, you know, searching for treasure and all this other stuff. And I mean, like I said, it looks cool, man. It looks it looks like something that that is going to be fantastic. And it's just yet another um, co-op game to play with your friends. You know what I'm saying? So and I think it's coming to Game Pass as well. Um, everything that was announced and released on the Bethesda and Xbox showcase is going to Game Pass. Day Outside of. I think a few like Battlefield's not going. Oh, yeah, so I was a little sad about that, but 
Um, what did you think about contraband? I mean, we we didn't really see anything. Yeah, play, yeah I mean, but... you you really didn't see anything besides the little the little skit teaser trailer. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it, it could be one of those um those uh c- comparable games to Uncharted. You know, so uh, we will see. I mean, uh, unless we actually see what's going on, we really don't know. But uh, um, we'll see. Yeah. So it's just I don't know, man. It's a, it's almost nuts to me that uh, a lot of these. It, it's nuts to me that it was just such a. God, it was every. I mean, it was honestly, it was like PlayStation a couple of years ago. It was game after game after game after game after game. And, and you know what? They didn't bullshit around. No, they just said, "Here's this, and here we go. Here's an hour and fifteen minutes of games." Yeah, it's something they should have been doing for a long time. I'm telling you. So uh, <laughs> another really cool thing I think is uh, oh, one hundred percent, pretty bro. great. Free update is coming to Sea of Thieves, and this is called A Pirate's Life, and it is. A Pirates of the Caribbean full-on DLC for the game. This add-on of the Pirate Sandbox game game, uh, will feature new characters from the series, Captain Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones from the Pirates of the Caribbean film. So if you're a Sea of Thieves fan, I'm sure you're going to be excited to realize that this DLC comes out on the 22nd, which is next week. Um, And... I think it's probably one of the biggest DLCs that the game has gotten in a long time. So yeah, you know, I was I was sitting there watching it, and it's 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 a it's just one of those DLCs that just go with the game. It was perfect, bro. You know, I mean, it's um, it's a DLC that was meant for and it's, and it's gonna have bits and pieces of other characters from the movies and the games. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Captain Jack's like first mate. You know, the old scraggly old dude. Yeah. He's gonna be in. Clipso's supposed to be in it somewhere. Yeah. But it's one of those DLCs that just fit and makes sense. And it's gonna add a ton of playability and and a lot of happiness to some to some to some people. Totally so. agree, man. Totally. Um, next up, they showed off the first ever gameplay of Battlefield 2042. So EA and Dice do have another event, I think, coming up. Um, yeah, they have July 22nd. <laughs> July 22nd <laughs> is EA Play. Um, and I think at EA Play, they're going to actually announce the release date of the game and when it's coming out. But let me tell you something, guys. <clears throat> Battlefield 2042, I've always said this uh, for a long time. Battlefield is one of the first games that really introduced a Warzone-style 100%. gameplay. I mean, it was, you know, the large, huge-scaled maps. Huge. I mean, and this is going to be the largest Battlefield yet. They, uh, they're going to have up to 128 players in one map. They're going to have full-on dynamic weather. Like what we're watching right now is in the desert, and you're, just huge-ass sandstorm is rolling in. It's going to completely change the visuals, change the gameplay and everything, depending on where you're at, what mission you're doing, whatever. There is not going to be a campaign, um, and I'm totally okay with that. Uh, I saw actually a TikToker that showed off the map for Battlefield 2042, or the you know one of the first maps, and it's two times the size of Warzone's map. Um, there's, I think they have the map that he showed off was Hourglass. They also showed off how you can modify your weapons on the go with just this little oh, yeah. wheel. Yeah, I saw that when they were in the elevator. Fucking cool as shit, great. bro. There's no pause menu. You just literally go on there, do it, and it changes. They also showed off somebody driving a ATV off the side of a building, crashing it into a helicopter. 
they showed off, you know, everything, bro. Everything that is great about Battlefield, they showed off. And the gameplay looks super smooth, super fantastic. And it looks like it's going to be one of the largest multiplayer games on the market when it comes out. Well, you know, it's got to be large because it's sporting 100 and what? How many people? 128 people yeah, in one I mean, match. That's that, that's insane. That's a lot of people. I'm, t I'm fucking telling so, you, bro. Um, like, like you said, it, it looked absolutely great yeah every aspect of it was really really awesome the dynamic weather was really 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 great to look at from the sandstorm to the tornado the f 5 that's just blowing shit all over the place <laughs> yeah. you know um yeah. it's just it, it it looks very entertaining for for someone who wants to play it and absolutely enjoy it um i just it, it looks really really good man are you gonna try it out you gonna give I, it a shot i don't know bro give it a shot you can I play it with me Anyways, so um, EA Play is coming up uh, soon, and the actually I, I'm an idiot. The release date is October 22nd. They've already revealed of that this, of this year. Of this year, October 22nd. So it is going to come out before, um, unless they change the usual date. It's going to come out before Call of Duty. While, while we're on EA and Dice and, and and Frostbite and all that good stuff right now, so. EA Play is supposed to have their own little special thing, right? Yeah. Do July twenty second. Do we get NCAA footage? I don't know, man. That would be awesome, bro. Listen, I will go ape shit. <laughs> that and would be great. I, I I was just thinking about that while you were talking about they're supposed to show something else. I was like, them motherfuckers better show some NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very excited for everything that they're going to show off. I was really kind of surprised that EA wasn't doing theirs. The same and week. See, and see, and uh, while we're on the EA whole thing again, I really thought we were going to see something of, of Mass Effect. Just, yeah. just a little bit. No, no, because the fact of what whatever showcase we had, whatever showcase it was last year, mm -hmm. showed a little pe a piece of a um of a of an Asari going up to the cliff and so on. Oh and so yeah, forth. yeah. I thought we were going to see just a tad bit, nothing really huge. Well, we'll probably end up seeing something on July twenty second. That's that's what I was thinking. I yeah. was like, well, if it didn't show, if Xbox or somebody didn't show it, or someone you know that name, the only person who could show it would be Sony. But of course, they're not here. EA didn't have a panel, so I was thinking maybe you know. When they do their EA little play, they'll they'll show something. But that would be great, bro. I do you like that fucking better. I'm just saying. They fucking better. Um, so then they also showed off 12 Minutes, which is a pretty cool, weird-looking um, indie game. It's like a top-down indie game that it's it's basically it's the game is set in 12-minute loops. Um, I think the main character ends up getting like arrested or something for for. You know, someone dying or something, and he basically every time it gets to the end of it, it reloops and it's twelve minutes. So I think you you basically have to prove yourself innocent or something in those twelve minutes. It looks like a very interesting, weird game. It, it does, it does, because all you, all it is is this room apparently. Yeah. Um, and there's only three characters: the I guess the husband, the wife, and of course the guy that's coming in and arresting them. Um, it's got great voice actors, by the way. Yeah, it uh, does. William Defoe, James McAvoy, and da yep. uh, Daisy Ridley. If you, if you don't know who those guys are, <laughs> then you need issues. But it, um, it does look you need very, issues. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it does look very interesting. It's, yeah, it, I, I think I'm going to play it just so I can figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, I agree. That that's agree. that sparks my interest alone. Yeah, um, and then next, you know, we saw the wild and wacky. Um, Psychonauts 2 from Double Fine Studios, which is now, you know, owned by Xbox. Yes. Um, it is um, the sequel to the highly um, popular Psychonauts 1. Uh, it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. It's coming out uh, August 25th to 
PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. It is an exclusive, and it will be on Game Pass. Yes, it will. I'm I'm telling you guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, get an Xbox or get get Game Pass on your PC because these games, all these huge games, are all free. They are free, and if you have a PC, you get these games and plus more. Yeah. Um. You know, for instance, I I don't know if we'll talk about it, but you know, Age of Empires. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be going to Game Pass. So mm-hmm. stuff like that. If you definitely have a PC and and you haven't explored Game Pass because you're you're on Steam and stuff like that, you need to th- you need to rethink your process, bro. Yep. <clears throat> um. So then Bethesda showed off Fallout seventy six updates coming. They actually announced Pete Hines announced this during the uh, showcase that um, Fallout seventy six since it has come to Game Pass is one of the most downloaded and highly played games on Xbox right now. Which is great, and he no, said no, it is really great. It's huge, it's huge, and he said that the Xbox community and players and stuff have been like fantastic, and they've really made uh, Fallout seventy six a success since it's come to the Xbox console on Game Pass. Um, they said that they've been constantly doing updates or whatever, but there is a free story update coming to the game called Steel Region, which is based on the Brotherhood of Steel, and then there is a, a new region. That is set a new expansion that has set another free update that takes players out of Appalachia and takes them to Pittsburgh, and it's called the Pit. So it'll be a story story driven um, DLC with repeatable missions and uh, looks awesome. They're constantly updating it, and I'm very excited to see where they're going to take Fallout seventy six in the and, next couple of years. And I'm glad. You know, I, I talked major shit about this game, and but but I had my reasons. Yeah. You know, when when they first announced it and they first released it, I mean, it was it was hot garbage. It's exactly what it was. Um, but they stuck to their stones. They stuck they stuck to what they believed in, and they truly have. They, they listened to the community, to the gamers. They put NPCs in it. They put missions. They've done everything that a regular Fallout game had into Fallout seventy six. And it has done nothing but grow. And of course, being on Game Pass, where you can, you know, <laughs> download it for free to a certain extent, <laughs> absolutely helps the situation. Exactly. Um, so, um, shout outs to Bethesda. Shout outs to them for really sticking to their guns and making Fallout something enjoyable to all the Fallout fans. So, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, I agree. And uh, it did, you know, whenever it first released, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. And it was one of the hardest reviews I've ever done in my life. <laughs> because it was a Bethesda title. Yeah, because I'm, I'm such a big Bethesda fan. But I'm so glad to see it doing so much better. I'm so glad to see the support uh, from the community. Next up, really big right here, the original, what was it? It was just Nintendo exclusive? Uh, Nintendo Switch, yes. The Nintendo Switch exclusive Hades is coming to PlayStation. It's coming to Xbox but one of the biggest things, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass. Listen, I want to buy a Switch so I could have played this game. There's very few games that I, I really just visually enjoy watching and want to dive into. And Hades on the Switch, it, it, it won a ton of, a ton of awards mm-hmm. for the Nintendo Switch. And I was super excited to play this. I almost, I don't know how many times I almost went out and just bought a Switch so I could play this game alone. I'm super excited it's coming. It's coming to Game Pass, of course. Um, I'm really, really, really can't wait to dive into this. And, of course, it's going to be released on August 13th. But I, this this is one of the games I'm, I'm really looking forward to, man. Yeah, I agree. It looks beautiful. It's a roguelike uh, style game. Uh, has a, a, a ton of 
man, look hack and slash. The, bro, I'm telling you. The, the fast-paced ability just... I am telling oh, you, bro. Man. It looks nuts. And it, like I said, you know, uh, kind of like what Bolt said, it, it, it's got a ton of awards. Um, and I'm very excited to play it as well. It's going to be free on Xbox Game Pass. Um, and just think about, I mean, I'm sure it already looked beautiful on Switch, but think about how much better it's going to look. Oh, yeah. You he, know what I'm saying? Oh, man, on the, on the, on the, on the series, on the series, uh, the Xbox series, on, even on the 1X, that's going to get you, mm-hmm. you know, 4K at, at 60 frames, you know, whatever. And, and, and then, of course, on the Series X, are you kidding me? Yep. Bro. <laughs> most of these games, too, man, most of these games that are coming to Game Pass are, are going to be optimized for the Xbox Series systems. Yes. So Xbox Series X and S, you're still going to get, like, beautiful fidelity. I was playing Battlefield 4 yesterday on my Series S, and I was getting, you know, like, you know, upscaled gameplay, fast oh, frame really rates, gross. and it's just, it's nuts. But I can't wait to play it either, oh, man. It's going to be very man. exciting. Okay, so... Um, this is something they did just show off, uh, gameplay for this and, and I haven't really even watched the overview, um, but this is very, very exciting news. Um, Halo Infinite was shown off. There was a new kind of story trailer, um, and it showed really strange to me and i'm just like intrigued by it It showed master chief and he was talking to uh basically a cortana clone yeah and she was like well you know i was just put here until you know cortana was taken care of or whatever else and and he said well we're doing this and she's like that's not the mission he's like well you know sometimes missions change and she kind of smiled and it's because master chief's dick is huge yeah he was like we're not (laughs) fucking doing that so anyways the gameplay um of Halo looked beautiful. It looked fantastic. I mean, I'm 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 kind of floored and blown away by how great it looks, especially compared to what we originally saw when they first <laughs> showed it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I, everybody everybody busted the balls because of what it looked like. It's like yeah. you know, they, they originally made it for the for the one for the one X and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, Oh, excuse me. They didn't originally make it, but they, you know, they That's started. That's what their ma- plans were. Yeah. yeah, they started making it on the One X and so on and so forth. Yeah, but but the multiplayer multiplayer gameplay looked just OG Halo, oh, man. man. It was it was fast paced. Oh, it was crap. jumping around. It was you know blowing someone up and their weapon flying up and you snagging it and killing someone else while you're going down. Bro, and then the fact, too, of like having having that grappling hook. Oh, yeah, dude. You can actually use that grappling hook to grab someone else's weapon and pull it to yeah. you. Um, and I, I've, I've just been floored by it. Now, I watched... Uh, I'm, I'm watching a little bit of the multiplayer overview video right now, and, I mean, I'm telling you guys, it looks fantastic, and I can't wait to dive into it. So another great thing, though, is, too, is that if you're not... If you don't want to, like, download the full game or whatever else, or if you don't have Xbox Gold, uh, an Xbox Gold membership, you can play the multiplayer for free. Yep. So the multiplayer is free play, standalone. You don't have to download the entire game. Um, and that's huge. And, of course, we already know this, but it is coming to Xbox Game Pass, and it will be out this holiday season. So get ready to, uh, you know, have all kinds of fun and have, you know, double kill, multi-kill. <laughs> Kill-tastic. Kill-tastic. It's going to be awesome. So I was a little shocked by this right here. I just didn't really expect 
to see this game at the Xbox, you know, press conference or whatever. But Diablo 2 Resurrected, which is the Diablo 2 Remaster street date trailer, uh, has been shown off. And uh, the game is coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox Series consoles, Xbox One, and PC September 23rd. So um, I am very excited for this. The oh, game listen, looks fucking listen. stupid. Listen, you and I will be dungeon crawling for quite some time, no bro. No fucking question, bro. No question. So... Um, I never played Diablo 2, and I know Diablo 2 was just one of those games that you just had to play if you were a Diablo uh, to, fan. To, to, to me, Diablo 2 is a top five game of all time. Um, uh, that's what I've always heard. It's one of those games that just really just made... Di- Diablo was great with Diablo 1, of course, but it just was what made the Diablo series... It's, it's, just, it's just like, any. It, you know, I, I'm not comparing it to Mass Effect by any means, but Mass Effect was there. Yeah. And then Mass Effect 2 put it to a whole nother level. Diablo was there. Diablo 2 is a whole other damn level. Yeah. So. so it's optimized for Xbox Series X and S with up to 4K and 60 frames per, ses- per second. Per second! <laughs> with a cross progression. So um, the multiplayer beta is also coming this August, and I cannot wait. I hope um, I get my hands on it. This will definitely be something that will hold over the, you know, Blizzard fanboy um, out there uh, for for quite some time. Oh, yeah. And the game just looks fucking stupendous. So I was kind of freaking out, though. I was like, there's no way Activision and Blizzard are going to let this game come to fucking Game Pass. And I was just waiting. I was like, please, please, please. And then it it didn't pop up on there. So I was like, fuck. (laughs) But... Um, pre-order the game now to get early access to the beta, which is coming in August. Um, we're definitely going to be playing a shit ton of this, Bolts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For I mean, reals. It is going to be fucking great. So one thing that... <laughs> one game that I know Katie Cake Bites uh, from Cinelinks is very excited about is uh, Mononomi Park um, has announced that Slime Rancher 2 is coming. It's a first-person sequel to the Gloopy Adventure game, and you basically just, like, you suck up a bunch of slime, uh, and you ranch them. So, I mean, the game looks good. It looks really colorful. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to play at, you know, 60 frames per second and be real wild and wacky. Some 4K slime going on there, bud. That's bro. right. So, uh, it looks really crazy, but um, I know that she was really excited. She was like, <gasps> Slime Rancher 2. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it is coming out in 2022 um and i think it will be available on xbox game pass as well um so yeah play day one xbox game pass so shredders is coming to the xbox it was announced that shredders is coming to the xbox <laughs> it is a um a very beautiful um snowy snowboard game done by foam punch it looks pretty cool uh it looks gorgeous and it will be available day one on xbox game pass as well um but it's you know kind of like what i said earlier about extreme sports games outside of skateboarding you know it's just not really my forte and and, uh, unless it you know unfortunately unless it's ssx or tricky or something something like that yeah snowboarding has really never taken off yeah I agree. SSX Tricky was just... Oh, oh my God. 
unbelievable. It's like the crazy taxi of the snow mountain. Right. Um, and then finally, we got some gameplay. <laughs> we got some gameplay and official re-announcement trailer of Atomic Heart, which is coming from Mudfish. And oh my God, this fucking game. I, I, I want to play it now. I want to play it now. 100%. Dog. I want to play it now. It looks so fantastic. It looks like Fallout and Bioshock mold, like molded together with every horror movie that you ever thought could be possible. But it kind of like Stalkers and stuff. It, it's a um, Russian-Soviet Union's game in an alternate reality in 1955. And uh, you got these crazy ass, uh, like Autobot, fucking horrifying uh, games. It will be exclusive on Xbox and PC, and is coming to Xbox Game Pass. I think it is set to release next year. Yes, yes. Um, I, I read about this a while back. Um, I just saw the name and, and read some things about it. I have been absolutely waiting for this game for quite some time. Um, it looks like we have to wait just a little bit longer, mm -hmm. but it's one of those games that I highly anticipate. I am highly anticipating, and I am rather much going to enjoy, my man. Yeah, I totally agree. I think this is going to be just one of those games that, if you ain't playing it, then you're really missing out. That's so. it. Um, another game was announced: a new uh, indie-style, fluid pixel art graphics-style game called Replaced. Uh, it's coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass on launch in 2022. But it looks really wild, man. It looks really fun. It's kind of like 2D, 3D. That's what they're saying when it's like pixel art fluid graphics. Because it's, it's 3D graphics, but it's also pixelated graphics as well. So it looks really interesting. And it, it, it has some very heavy action style gameplay to it. Um, but... I'll be excited to play this when it comes out. Yeah. Um, um, ever since I started playing Ori the Wisp, um, I have grown. I, I have a different love for uh, for these two D, three D side scrolling games. Mm -hmm. um, anything from from uh, from Hollow Knight to uh, to uh, Ori the Wisp, um, and there's another one for the life of me I can't think of. I, I was playing, but um, but the, but these two D, three D side scrolling games have really come into their own. And this this game replaced looks like another outstanding um, platform for that, and it just it's one of those games that it just it just the, just the visuals look enticing, you know. Um, I just I, I can't wait to get into it and see what's going on because it looks it looks very very cybernetic, very you know. It's just one of those games that I just can't wait to understand what the story is, man. I really can't. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. And um, and then next up. <laughs> I got to say, man, did not expect this at all. And uh, my brain shot out of my fucking head. The Outer Worlds 2 has been announced. It is coming out, um, I think, next year. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much set for next year. It says it's day one Game Pass and it's exclusive on Xbox and PC. And it will be coming out in the future. So... Um, I'm just fucking stoked. Dude, dude, I love uh, and the, I lo the trailer was, was great. great. Oh, hell yeah, it was great. It was all just, just, <laughs> and then explosions and it drifts away and the character standing there. Yeah. It the, was really great. And the, in the trailer, the narrator, uh, pretty much narrated, a, 
like bullshit for the trailer. He was like, uh, you know, you're watching a trailer in the 4K, and then a giant monster stomps down on the ground. Will this monster even be in the game? Who knows? We'll find out later. And then it's like, Onimus, uh, he's like the uh, the the slow motion style game <laughs> to really make you <laughs> really make you. Uh, feel what kind of intensity and then you'll hear the noise and that means something big is coming and it was hilarious it was man. it was really good it was hilarious but it was very very funny and i'm very excited to see what they're going to do with this game i'm sure it's going to even be more beautiful 4k 60 frames to 120 frames per second um and what's what's exciting about this game for me as a fan of this game is a fact I'm hoping that Justin Bell is going to be back. Um, uh, he is the composer of The Outer Worlds, and I'm going to tell you, he's the audio director at Obsidian, and I hope someday soon we'll be able to get him on the podcast um, with an interview, but um, I, I'm just really, really excited to see what this game is going to do, um, how the soundtrack is going to sound, because... One of my favorite things to listen to is the title theme for The Outer Worlds Hope. Yes. And it's just, oh my God, bro. It's just, I can't tell you how many times I've put that on repeat while I'm back here typing up articles and stuff like that. So very, very excited that this game has been announced and I can't wait. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about both of these games in the same time frame. Okay, so... Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming to Xbox Series X July 27th. Uh, and then it was also announced that Forza Horizon 5 is coming November 9th of 2021. Um, now, the reason why we're talking about both of these games is, of course, because they're both exclusive. They're both coming to Game Pass. Um, and they're both two of the most beautiful fucking games that I've ever seen in my entire life. Full, real-time, 4K, 60 frames per second gameplay. Unfucking believable I mean, honestly, I don't really... I, it, uh, it, it, it's almost like my brain can't fathom that this is a video game. You know, it's, it, it's truly amazing, and it, and it truly shows what these systems truly can be pushed to do. Um, and I'm sure, and, and I know we're talking about Xbox and, and the Series S and X and whatnot, but you know, it's just, it's not just these consoles, it's also the PlayStation. You know, these consoles have so much power and so much ability to, to show us just these beautiful scenic, you know, games. And yes, Flight Simulator is about airplanes and the scenes, you know, For Forza is about cars. And 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 the scenic you know tracks that you're running the the land the country or whatever it's it in, in some cases it's very basic but yet it's very it's very you know <clears throat> excuse me um, I don't even know the word I'm thinking about anyways but it's just one of those things that you look at it and you're just in Whoa. straight awe you're just so 100 on awe it's just it's in, in, everything to the to to the rocks to the pebbles you know we were watching the video of, of Forza. And uh, and it, it was going through this town, and it pulled up to this building where it had this famous, you know, uh, uh, mural m mural from from a Spanish artist. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just, and they they found a way to implement that into the game, mm -hmm. um, and it just it's crisp, 
it flows. It's 4K, 60 frames. I believe up to 120 frames per second as well. Yes. It's just it's awesome to watch these systems being pushed to what they're capable of doing. And yes, what goes on in a game such as say Atomic Heart or or a or Stalker or or Halo, there's a lot more stuff going on in those games than there are in this game. But you can truly sit back and look at these two games, any forts or any flight simulator, and just strictly be in awe about what you're looking at because it is absolutely one of the most spectacular things you'll ever see. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bolts. And <clears throat> the realism of these games is just stupendous. And like what Bolts said, you know, the, the gameplay and stuff they showed off was from uh, the recreation of Mexico. And this is the fifth edition of Playground's action racing franchise. So there is another Forza uh, game coming out. I don't know if it's coming out this year or next year, but Forza Horizon is is done by Playgrounds, and then the other one is done by... I don't think it's done by Playgrounds. It's done by somebody else. I thought it was... I could be wrong. I think you're wrong. Um, But (laughs) anyways... So like what Bolt said, you know, you're literally able to drive through, you know, this neighborhood in Mexico and you find this extremely beautiful and fantastic looking mural. And then like from the driver's seat, you can go into this like theater mode to where you can actually like look at your surroundings and stuff. And I mean, I was just floored, bro. I was floored. And like the whole time during the Xbox press conference when they were showing all this shit off, yeah. I was like messaging Jordan and them. I'm like, are you guys sure you don't want to get an Xbox? Uh, you know, for like sure, man. This, you have to get fucking Game Pass. I, I mean, in all honesty, there is no there is no talking about it. There is no sitting here saying, oh, well, you know, I just don't like Xbox and whatever else. If you don't get Xbox... It makes literally no sense to me. If you don't get Xbox Game Pass and you got a PC, it makes no sense to me. They are literally, you you pay one price a year or one price a month to get fucking unlimited games. And just this year, we're getting 29 titles for free. Yes. So we're getting games after games after games for months. You know, you know what I'm saying? Months on end. No, 100%. And I, I don't mean to change the subject real quick. Going, no, back, no, to, going, going back to Flight Simulator, they have actually... Uh, uh, Flight Simulator, Microsoft, and whatnot is also in a um, partnership with Paramount Studios to have some Top Gun Maverick film stuff in the game. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So so yeah. you're going to be able to probably fly an F-18 with the Maverick, you know, you know, with Tom Cruise up in there flying around. Yeah. So that's really, really cool. Old middle tooth. That's it. <laughs> Derek sees me playing that. She's like, I'm going to the room. I'm not going to sit here and watch <laughs> you play as middle tooth. But it's just nuts, bro. Both of these games are crazy. I, I, you know, I'll try Flight Simulator out just to see how beautiful it is. But I am definitely no questions asked. Like after this podcast, going in there and downloading Forza, uh, Forza Horizon 4. Oh, you'll, you'll be blown away, you know, bro. Just to see how amazing and beautiful it looks. Um, you know, I'm not the best at at racing games, um, but I remember playing Gran Turismo back in the day and just being like, wow, this is great. Wow, this is great. But the one thing that always held me back from really getting into Gran Turismo is like there was, there was this aspect of the game that they did not let you damage the cars because... I don't, I don't really even know why. There was just no car damage. You know, like, it was, you you raced and you try to beat each other and there was no car damage because they wanted the fidelity of the cars to look good and whatever else. 
But like in this game, you can damage your cars. Mm-hmm. You know, in this game, it is utter realism. And then they even have, you know, Pinata Popper, which is this game mode to where it's like you and a bunch of other people online trying to see who, who like runs over the most pinatas <laughs> and all this other stuff. And I'm just I'm so excited to play this, bro. I'm so excited to see what the what the graphics look like on my TV, on my console. I'm just bro, I'm I was floored by it. So before we get into one of these last two announcements, I just want to s- shortly talk about all the games that are coming to Game Pass, okay? So yesterday, these iconic Bethesda titles were added to Game Pass. Um, Axe uh, Fatalities or whatever, um, the Dishonored, uh, Death of the Outsider, Doom 2016, The Evil Within 2, Rage the Original, um, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, um, Fallout 1, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, and Fallout 3. All available on Game Pass now. You can play it on cloud, console, and PC. Fallout 3 is already downloaded on my Xbox. So Fallout 3 was just one of those games for me, man. It just um, floored me. I don't think I could play back through Rage 1, but I will definitely play back through Evil Within 2. No question. Um, but uh, Ark's Fatalist was on PC, I guess is only on PC. Um, and I think, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Uh, Fallout 1, 2, and 3, or Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics are only on PC. Yes. Yeah, um, I kind of figured that much. Because yeah. all three of those are top-down. Yeah, they're all top-down. But still, I have a laptop. I got Game Pass, so I can download it on my laptop if I want to play it. Um, but still, all these games are available right now on this um Wait a second. Well, they don't have the art for that. What is it? Ten titles more. Iconic Bethesda games available on Game Pass today. Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, Doom, <clears throat> Fallout for PC, Fallout 2 for PC, Fallout 3, PC, Cloud, and Console, Fallout New Vegas, newly added for PC, Cloud, and Console, uh, Fallout Tactics for PC, Rage, uh, for Cloud and Console, Evil Within 2 for PC Cloud and Console, Wolfenstein the New Colossus, PC Cloud and Console. <clears throat> so games that are coming to Game Pass. Coming this year um, are um, Flight Simulator coming July 27th, Hades coming July or coming August 21st, and then Among Us is coming in 2021. Uh Coming day one this year to Xbox Game Pass, Dungeons & Dragons, um, Dark Alliance, The Ascent, 12 Minutes, Psychonauts 2, um, Origami 2, Sable, Scorn, which is set for fall of 2021, which Bolts was pretty disappointed when he didn't see the gameplay. I didn't get get no gameplay of that. I was (laughs) kind of sad. Yeah. Um, the Anarchus or whatever. I'm horrible. What is that? Bro, who are you telling the Anchorus, sure. uh, Fall 2021, uh, Back for Blood is coming out October 12th. Age of Empires is coming out on PC August 28th. Um, Horizon 5 for PC, Cloud, and Console on November 9th. Shredders, December 21st. Halo Infinite is coming uh, this holiday season. Hello Neighbor 2 is coming PC, Cloud, and Console this year. The Gunk. <laughs> it's coming on twenty uh, uh, this year, twenty twenty one. All these games look, you know, great. Can't wait to play most of them. 
And then coming in the future, a Plague Tale Requiem, uh, which looked great. Yes. Uh, Atomic Heart. Um, also, um, some Chronicle games. Contraband, Party Animals, uh, Replaced, Slime Rancher 2, Somerville, um, Stalker 2, Starfield, Outer Worlds. Um, some of the games that are having the updates, of course, are, you know, like, you know, the Shroom and Doom update that's coming to Grounded, and then Sea of Thieves is getting its Pirates update. So the one that I want to wait to talk about is uh, Redfall, which is Arcane Austin's new exclusive open-world co-op shooter that seems to feature multiplayer gameplay with players using special powers and unique weapons to fight hordes of vampires. So this game looks fucking epic. It looks great. I cannot wait to play it. Um, and I'm just super excited. I saw that Arcane was making it, and of course, I'm, I'm really, really stoked. There's this crazy robot, um, I guess, you know dog or whatever else there's like sky elevators um and it just looks fucking nuts bolts what'd you think about this game um i should dude um it, it looked really really good it, i mean it's just one of those games that you, you look at and you're like okay i want to play that yeah you know uh like you said it, it looks like a four-player co-op possibly five if you can play as the dog i guess yeah um but there's cool different aspects that had you know had you know had a little magical little tendencies to it. It looks like you're you're facing off against vampires and and, and whatnot. So, um, it it looks really 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 exciting, man. You know what's exciting about Xbox is that almost all these games all have the abil- uh, ability of co-op. Yes. You know what I'm saying. So that was one of the largest things for me is that. All these games are co-op games. Every one of them that they that they showed off, um, and I, I don't. I just. I mean, it's the best place to play right now, bro. I mean, it, it really is. It's the best place to play, um, and that's coming from a PlayStation fanboy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, it, there's no reason not to have Xbox Game Pass. No reason. So um, great. Xbox did exactly what me and Bolt said it was going to, um, and they knocked it out of the fucking park. Like, I mean, shit, bro. Like, it, it was almost it was shocking. Just, it was shocking all, bro. Yeah, it really was. Because after that, the Square Enix um, press conference went on, and I mean, I like, during the whole Square Enix press conference, I was just sitting there thinking, damn, that Xbox press conference was great. You know what I'm saying? So, um... All right, guys. So quickly, we're going to talk about Square Enix. Um, years after uh, uh, Idos Montreal, uh, Marvel's of the uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game was leaked in 2017. The Deus Ex developer is finally ready to show off this game. Publisher Square Enix has announced that Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, a single-player third-person adventure-style game in partnership with Marvel, is coming out October 26th. So the first ever gameplay was shown off by the uh by or during the Square Enix uh showcase and it looks great, man. I mean, it really does. And you know, during the showcase, um they had you know, 4K availability during the game um uh gameplay session. I don't know if the game is going to have 60 frames, 30 frames, 120 frames per second. 
But what was really cool is that they do have an option in this game to where you can either turn on non-copyrighted music or copyrighted music. So the copyrighted music is some of the best 80s tracks around um, with 80s rock and, you know, just fantastic 80s music to really showcase that Guardians of the Galaxy feel. But if you are a streamer and you want to play this game um, uh, and, and experience it with your fans, you uh, can turn on non-copyrighted music that will still somewhat give you, um, you know, It'll still somewhat give you a kind of hardcore feel for some of the things that are happening on screen, but um, it's just it doesn't give you that Peter Quill feel. So, as I said, this is a Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game. You will play as Peter Quill, but you also have the ability of being able to control the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, with a, a little, uh, I guess, action tree that's at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen you'll be able to do things like you know huddles to where you and all four of the or all five of the guardians of the galaxy are able to do attacks all at once and do a lot more damage um, in the middle of your action you're able to you know counteract um, not just you know your own actions but do combos with your you know team and whatever and i mean it looks fun it looks cool the banter was great um, and a lot of people, as I said earlier, a lot of people were just doing the same thing that they always do, talking shit about it in the chat while this is going on. It's like boring, boring. Oh my God, move on from this. Um, but I'm very excited for what is to come from this game. Bolts? <clears throat> Unfortunately, I didn't watch it. Um, after the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, I was pretty much done for my day. Yeah. Um, I got my feel of what it was. Um, but I, I am glad they're bringing um, the uh, the Black Panther to the Marvel uh, Avengers universe. Um, a whole new aspect, a whole other gameplay, and so on and so forth. Another yeah. character to dive into. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I'm just glad they're expanding more into it because, you know, from what I understand, Marvel Avengers was kind of lackluster. It was. Um, now, um, mind you, let me say this. Marvel's Avengers is done by one like Square Enix, and then Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is actually done by the Deus Ex team. So it's a, it's its complete like own game. It's okay. a standalone game and everything. So it's disconnected from the the Avengers game, and it actually um, is their own version. Like it it is their own version and their own style okay. of I got you. Of the I got you. So, but hey, hey, you know, uh, uh, put putting oh. Uh, Oh, Black Panther up on the pedestal for the for the man who played him in the movies. That's a good thing, man. Yeah, I agree with you. And and Wakanda uh, or War on Wakanda looks great um, coming to the um, coming to the Marvel's Avengers game uh, this August. Looks pretty cool. Very excited for Marvel fans out there that um, are are excited for this game. So three years after its initial announcement. Babylon's Fall got a new trailer and more details during this Square Enix uh, 2021 press conference. Action RPG can be played alone or up to four players. Um, the the uh, closed beta um, signups are available now. Uh, the game looks good. It looks fun um, and looks you know it looks Square Enix ish. <laughs> Let's say that. But I think Babylon's Fall is not coming out until next year. Yes, you're correct. So uh, a lot of people were uh, upset about this. 
It's coming out to PS4, PS5, and uh, Steam. Uh, I think it got pushed off again, though. And uh, people were upset. So, um, Life is Strange Remastered Collection is coming. Um, people were, you know, people were disappointed in this as well. Um, you know, I guess they didn't really want a Life is Strange remaster, but whatever. Life is Strange True Color developer Deck9 uh, also revealed more information about their uh, upcoming game. Uh, the Life is Strange series is, is you know, interesting to me. Uh, True Colors is coming out September 10th, but it's too emotional of a game for me to play. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, it's yeah, just I, I know nothing about the game. Zero. Uh, so I, I have no, unfortunately, I have no input on it because I've never even read up anything about it. Yeah. Um, so really big right here, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is coming. And Team Ninja is making this spinoff. So this is a full-on action-style Final Fantasy game, and it has been rumored for some time it'll be coming to the PS4, PS5, uh, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S in 2020. A trial version of the game is in 2022. 2022. Um, uh, it, it, a trial version of the game is available right now to download on PS5. Um, starting um, right now to June 24th. So if you get a chance, go to the PlayStation Store and and get a chance to play this. It is definitely, um, I'll probably say, the most action-packed Final Fantasy. It's, it's very, it's very Ninja Gaiden esque. So yes, yeah. So a lot of people were excited about this. I'll have to go and check it out uh, for myself to really see if I'm going to be excited for this game. In the long run, I will most I'll, I will most likely be playing this. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not the biggest Final Fantasy fan either, so I, I was a Final Fantasy JRPG turn-based guy. Um, I don't I'm not big big fan of the of the of the, of the new live-action turn-based stuff and like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's not my thing. I like the strategy behind the JRPG. Yeah, but uh, but I'll definitely probably play this hack and slash. Yeah. So they also announced a, a slew of. Final Fantasy um, remasters that are coming, you know, one, two, three, uh, four, and five, I think, are coming to Steam, and are coming to mobile, um, and you know, a few other things here and there. But I just, like I said, I'm not a big Final Fantasy guy, you know. So um, I can't say uh, I can't say that I'm excited at all for anything final fantasy so (laughs) sorry um but anyways with that being said we're gonna quickly say who was the winner and the loser of these past couple of days so there was ubisoft bolts there was you know square enix there was xbox there was a summer games event um gearbox and gearbox um who do you think is the winner? Uh, the, the winner so far. Uh, so far, the winner has to be um, Xbox and Bethesda. Um, but but we kind of had the feeling, um, you know, starting what two years ago when Microsoft was was out there just purchasing and purchasing and buying and buying, and everybody's just like, God, goodness gracious. Well, the fruits of the labor are starting to show. Um, if Tell you me. if if you didn't watch this showcase, then then, then you're then your head is stuck in a rock. You're in the blind. 
um, their fruits of the labor start to show, and they're starting. They're starting, and they have started to really, really pay attention to their customer base and give the gamers what they want, and that's the games. They're mm-hmm. putting out the games, and it's not shit games for one thing. It's great games made by great companies and great developers, and and so on and so forth. And if you have Ultimate Game Pass, you know we say it's free, but you know you download it for pennies on the dollar. So it, basically, it is free. So it's just one of those things. It's, you know, and 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 the two-headed monster that is Xbox, and that is Bethesda. Bethesda coming to Microsoft, coming to Xbox, is just a a huge, huge ordeal that. I I know people were like, man, this is huge, but y'all it's huge, you know, Bethesda is, is, is the makers and the releasers and the, and the creators of elder scrolls and fallout and blah, blah, blah. And so many other things, Wolfenstein. And and it just, the list just goes on and on and on. And they're going to be downloadable for game pass. And it's just, it's just a huge, huge ordeal. Um, and it's in and, and, and truly it's 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 in awe of what Microsoft has been able to do and they showed it during this showcase with you know just game after game and they didn't and they didn't give us a lot of bullshit during their showcase they said hey here's us here's Bethesda here's some of this and here's some of that pay attention to watch the game trailers yeah and it was exactly what they needed to do yeah. after years and years years of of honestly of complete letdowns because I like you know, I, I've, I've been with get Xbox basically from day one, and I haven't seen or heard a news conference like this in quite some time. And it just, it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, definitely that's my winner, uh, Xbox and Bethesda. Um, and of course, my loser, which kind of hurts my soul, is Gearbox. Um, once again, we discussed it. There's really no reason for them to even have a panel or showcase, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, a fart and a win. Um, I mean, they had they had Tiny Tina's um, Monster World, Wonderland, whatever it is. Um, they had the film. They had Godfall, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but the stuff we kind of really already knew. Um, so Gearbox a letdown, of course. Bethesda, Xbox, you really blew it off the top. So yeah. So I, I got to agree with Bolts. Xbox so far has won E3. Um, we called this. We knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Bolts knew it was going to happen. Um, you know, 20 years of Xbox, you can't expect for them not to just, you know, go all out. And I'm very excited for Starfield. I'm very excited for all the new games, especially with uh, a recent interview in the Washington Post. But that says uh, Ashley Chang actually had said this. Um, they kind of asked, you know, what is Starfield really about or how would you best describe Starfield? And she said, it's basically one giant Star Wars-like experience. She said, for me, Starfield is like a Han Solo simulator. Get into a ship, explore the galaxy, do stuff. And then Bethesda's Todd Howard chimed in when chatting to The Telegraph in his own comparison saying, it's kind of like NASA meets Indiana Jones meets League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. (laughs) So... You can already tell the type of game that this is going to be. It's going to be a massive exploration space style game. And I cannot wait to play it. I can't wait to see more from it. You know, and I can't wait to play Elder Scrolls 6. I can't wait to play the future titles that they have to offer. 29 games coming this year. I mean, fuck. I don't mean to change that subject real quick. But, you know, there's going to be a a Skyrim Enhanced Edition for coming up. I thought that's what they were going to announce yesterday. <laughs> because they were like, you know, 10 years since Skyrim has come I out. I know. I'm like, please, no. 
Don't say it. Please. Um, so it's it's nuts. It, it really is. And I'm so excited to see the future of, of Bethesda, future of, of Xbox. There's even this crazy rumor right now that supposedly Bethesda hid um, the, the new map of Elder Scrolls in the trailer. So the, what they're trying to say is, it says one of the biggest theories that has been uh, taking off since the first trailer back in 2018 was that the next game was set in High Rock just uh, by going off of this small teaser in the first teaser video in the title. That being said, Morrowind had many undiscovered areas uh, to the north and blah, 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 blah. It says the original post... The original post asked the Elder Scrolls community at large if they could see a possible Easter egg, um, and they came to the consensus that High Rock's map was hidden in this game, and they said it because, uh, I guess, a small scuff mm -hmm. that was on the side of the ship looked like a part of the map of Elder Scrolls. <laughs> and I'm like, if that's the truth, crazy. If, you, if they just found out that that's an actual Easter, Easter egg and they confirm it later that that was an Easter egg, then, bro, the... The Elder Scrolls community is fucking geniuses because that's just a scuff. That is like, look at that. I know, bro. That's what that is. <laughs> like, anyways, I'm 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 just as excited about it. I'll say that. So, especially with them saying it's like a Han Solo simulator, that's gonna be fucking great. But I have to agree with Bolts too. The loser of this was definitely Gearbox. I mean, we could have at least seen Tiny Tina's gameplay. We could have seen you know anything you know they could have come out and said oh hey you know we're working on uh you know fucking mobile game or mm -hmm. you know shown off a real in-depth gameplay or something i don't know but just the fact that they even had the the conference or were part of the conference it could have been easily 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 better if they would have just hit up microsoft or something and said hey can you show off Tina Tina's, you know, you know, Wonderland gameplay for us, and uh, and then after that, you know, show this video of Randy Pitchford at the movie set or something, you know, instead of just having their own thing. One hundred percent, bro. So, anyways, this is kind of our reaction to to day two of E three, and I hope you guys are uh, as excited as we are throughout the week. Uh, today is the fourteenth, so Capcom is happening today, um, and a few other things here and there. Later this afternoon, and then tomorrow, uh, Nintendo is happening. So that's going to be another big day, man. Yeah, I think that'll be another big day as well. You think we'll see a new console? <sighs> I think we are going to see a new console because of what GameStop just did. So Game Chop, uh, Game, Game Chop, GameStop just uh, uh, day uh, yesterday um, had a slew of ads come out that said trade in. Um, you know, trade in all your consoles now towards the new Switch Lite. And they had the, the Nintendo Switch Lite on there for $150. But then they also had a trade-in value for a PS5 up to $350. Yep. So that means if this is a new Nintendo console coming out and it's the new Switch Lite, that means this motherfucker has got to be... If, it, if you have to trade in a PS5 to get $350 credit towards a new Switch Lite, that means this bitch is going to be at least $499, and it's going to have 4K and all that other shit. Big whamma damma damma sham. I'm telling you. Yep. And I would be really surprised if they didn't show it off tomorrow. So 
Um, I could see it having like a 7.5 inch screen or something like a big ass fucking screen. Um, 4K, 60 frames per second while you're mobile. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But anyways, guys, this is episode 328 of the Second Opinion Podcast. Make sure to check us out, Cinelinks.com, for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Peace out. Peace. Was that fun? Yeah. That was fun. This was another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and Cinelinks.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast, for tons of gaming content coming soon. 